Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Thursday morning. Had to think a second. And uh, hope everybody's doing well today. And uh, good morning, Miss Teague. And hope everybody's doing well. I apologize for my tardiness once again. Uh, please understand I'm, I'm struggling uh, still with some health issues. And, uh, and this medication is uh, really, it's hard to get awake. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It's hard to get going, get motivated, get moving. And uh, the kind of pain that I've been in, it makes it tough. Good morning, Mr. Miller. It's been tough uh, on me. This surgery is taking longer to heal than I had anticipated. And uh, not to mention other things going on. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So just please keep me in your prayers. I would appreciate it. It's been a been a real struggle, and so I apologize. Uh, I'd like to do these devotions. Good morning, Talena. Do these devotions uh, like at seven or seven fifteen at the latest. So I apologize for uh, for having to, to get on here a little bit later. So uh, appreciate your patience and and I appreciate your prayers and covet your prayers as I continue through this healing process. So if you will uh, have your Bibles handy, we're going to look at. Uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, and uh, we're looking at, um, hold on here, I don't even have it up, hold on one second here, I tell you what, I don't know what's the matter with me this morning, let's see here, uh, okay, there we go, 15.58 is what we're going to look at, and um, we, uh, uh, if you have your Bibles, always have those handy and ready for you, and uh, uh, and use those, highlight this, underline them and that way you can go back on for reflection and uh, have those to read and, and have for encouragement. So today we're looking at first uh, Corinthians 1558 and it says, therefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast, unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So now you may be wondering why is he wearing that headband? Well, uh, the, uh, my mind just went completely blank. What is his name again? Uh, hold on here. It is, um, hold on, knocking everything over here. Um, give me one second here. I'm sorry I'm running, I'm kind of, uh, crazy this morning. Don't mean to be, but, uh, I is, uh, I is having a rough time. Okay, New York, New Orleans Saints linebacker Demario Davis. There we go. NFL had uh, wore this headband, if you, if you can see it here, man of God, and uh, come under a lot of scrutiny. Uh, good morning, Miss Mousie. And she says, God bless you and praying for your healing. I am so thankful to have you and your dad as my pastor. Well, thank you, Miss Mousie. That's very thoughtful. Uh, but anyway, we are, uh, he was this Demario, um, hold on here. Mario Davis uh, from the uh, New Orleans Saints was wearing this headband, man of God. And in fact, he even had some scripture in his eyes to come under heavy scrutiny uh, to dare uh, demonstrate his faith. And the reason why now I like football, but I normally watch college football, so that's why I had to look this up. I'm not, I don't watch a lot of professional. I don't really care much for NFL. But um, so he was wearing this headband, and uh, he came under such scrutiny. It was going to be fine. Now, get this now. Uh, it's all he's done was wear that, but yet you have Kaepernick who can, uh, desecrate, uh, our flag, disrespect our military, disrespect our law enforcement, 
Hey, that's his free ride. That's his constitutional ride. It's okay. It's to be celebrated. But if somebody is to come out and, and demonstrate their love for Jesus Christ, uh, demonstrate a strong stand for God, then that is to be fined and that is to be uh, scrutinized. That is pure, not only hypocrisy on the uh, on the side of NFL, but it also demonstrates the attack that we are under as Christians. It amazes me that this Freedom From Religion Foundation, uh, well, just like uh, with this um, uh, judge who gave uh, the, the police officer who killed, she walked into the wrong apartment and uh, killed a man, and uh, his own brother uh, said that he wanted to forgive her, gave her a hug, and the, and the uh, judge gave her a, her own personal Bible and uh, uh, talked to her and hugged her, and the Freedom From Religion Foundation is having a hissy fit. Now, if she had given her the Quran, bet you wouldn't, you wouldn't have heard a word about it. If she had given her the Book of Wicca, never heard a word of it, but the Word of God offends so many people in so many ways. And if this police officer didn't want the Bible, all she had to do was say no. If you don't like that this... Um, I cannot, why I cannot remember his name, uh, the Demario Davis, uh, is, uh, if you don't like what he is saying, then you know what? Do what so many tell us to do when, when television is showing horrible, terrible, hedonistic garbage on television. They say, well, just turn the channel. Well, you know what? Turn the channel if you don't like uh, a scene that he has on a man of God uh, on his forehead or scripture on his tree, just like Tebow had. Uh, John three sixteen. one of the most Googled verses, John 3, 16. Now that right there, you know, we take for granted in the Bible Belt uh, that generally most people have a somewhat uh, uh, superficial knowledge of the Bible, have a superficial knowledge of, you know, who David and Goliath was, uh, who Noah was, uh, Adam and Eve, uh, or everybody's, uh, you know, we tend to think that everybody knows what John 3, 16 is, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to whoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We, we think that most people understand that, but they do not, because when you look, that that is one of the most Googled verses. That right there tells me the lack of biblical understanding and teaching in this world. And so they're getting a daily dose of liberal ideology and theology and, and philosophy. And, that, uh, uh, and so, therefore, they do not understand the things of God. They don't understand the things of Jesus Christ. They are, are so, uh, so many people have been brainwashed to almost look at us as the enemy. You know, we are strangers in a strange land. There's a reason why that we are, are aliens, if you will, and why we're looked at that. They do not understand us because the God of this world has blinded them. They do not understand the things of us, but, but, I blame a lot of Christians who do not stand up. Here, this man, uh, this Demario Davis uh, uh, from the New Orleans Saints, was was strong enough to to put on her. He probably knew before he ever put that on uh, the man of God that he's welcome, going to come under heavy scrutiny. And yet, so many Christians refuse to stand up for what is true and for what is right and what is honorable in the eyes of God. They are so worried about offending. They're so worried about being looked at as judgmental that they will uh, will compromise on sin and give it a free pass just so that they look good.
pious and super spiritual. My friends, we are in a time when we as Christians must be the salt of the earth now more than ever. We must stand for Jesus Christ. And in all that we do, we must stand for what is true, for what is right, for what is holy. And if that means walking around, if I walk around 24 hours with this headband on, it says man of God, wearing a cross, just to identify myself that I am a Christian. I am a child of God. I am standing for what is true, right, and honorable in the eyes of Jesus Christ, speaking the truth in love. We need to start standing together to pervert, to preserve what is right and honorable in the eyes of God. So many Christians refuse to stand for what is right. They, you have this Freedom From Religion Foundation that as soon as they miss, one person says a word, uh, people kowtow and run the other direction. My friends, I have been the, 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 the subject of bullying, and I know for a fact that if the only way to stand up to a bully is you get right back in their face, you may get a bloody nose, but guess what? They're going to have one too. And so it is time for Christians to stand up up in the face of these people who dare to defy us in our faith and our religion. We do not live in a theocracy. All right, we live, we're in a country where all are free, are free to worship however they want to. And, and I get so sick of the erroneous, erroneous use of separation of church and state that is that was coined and penned by Thomas Jefferson in a letter. It is not in the Constitution. It shows you how ignorant these liberties, some of these liberals are. They do not know the Constitution. What he was referring to is that the government is not to interfere or impede in our free right to believe or worship. And that is exactly what they're trying to do. A coach cannot say a prayer on a ball field by himself without being fired. You can see this time and again, people want to say prayer, have a Christian flag at a school meeting, uh, anything remotely. Why? Why is it? Because they know, even though they want to deny who Jesus Christ is, they know down deep in their heart the reality and the truth of Jesus. And that truth convicts them and they don't want to see it and they can't stand it anymore. We see here in verse 58, therefore, beloved brethren, he's, he's addressing the saints there in Corinthians, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Our labor in Jesus Christ is not in vain. We will be rewarded one day in heaven for standing for what is right and, and for what is true. And so we as Christians will be judged for such things. Are you going to stand for what is right? Are you going to cower back when somebody attacks you? We are in a time where we, I'm not saying that we must so much be militant, but we are in a very real battle, in a very real war, and in a sense, we have to be. We have to preserve what the founding fathers wanted for this country. We must preserve the cornerstone of, of our faith of Jesus Christ. So many want to deny and say, well, they wasn't religious. They wasn't Christian. What do you think that our laws were based on? The, it was based on the moral law that the universal idea that murder is wrong, stealing is wrong, all these things we read in the Ten Commandments, what do you think these laws were based upon? They escaped religious persecution so they could come here and worship. And that is the founding fathers. That is a foundation that this country is founded on that so many seek to destroy. And I, I, I will proudly walk around with this on my head, man of God, and I dare someone to say something to me about it because I will stand true for Jesus Christ. And I don't care who likes it. I don't care who hates it. And I don't care if you get in my face and, and, and cuss me out, whatever. If that's what it takes for me to make a stand 
stand, to draw the line in the stand that I love Jesus, then that's what we all must do. So, well, I don't know how far and deep the convictions of, of uh, uh, Demario Davis is in the New, or New Orleans Saints. I don't know how deep his convictions are. I've not read a lot about him. But I know one thing's for sure. He was willing to stand up and wear something like this to say that he was a man of God. Are you a man of God? Are you a woman of God? Are you willing to stand in the face of persecution? If it means affecting your job, your home, your money, your family, or personally being persecuted, are you willing to stand for the truth and the faith of the gospel. The time is now, my friends, to stand for what is right and for what is true and what is righteous. You have the decision and you will stand before God as to whether you've done what is standing true for God or not. And what are you going to say? And Jesus said, you know what? Uh, you had an opportunity to stand up for me, but yet you kept silent. That would be a horrible thing to have to hear from God Almighty on Judgment Day. Let us do what is right in God's eyes. Uh, Sonny says, man, I've just turned in and have made my day seeing the headband. Thank you for it. Oh, thank you, Sonny. I appreciate those very kind words. Uh, Teresa says, can you tell me how they call it second-degree murder because the lady was pregnant and not call it murder abortion? Yeah, exactly, Teresa. You know, uh, I thought the very same thing. Teresa's referring to the uh, young lady who uh, tragically uh, was murdered but uh, was pregnant, and they're going to try him for um, a double homicide. And it's, it, that shows the schizophrenic, hypo, the hypocrisy of the liberal left. They say that abortion is justifiable because the fetus is not a, a, a it's just a clump of cells, and it is a mother's right to abort even up to nine months or even after, uh, within a few seconds or minutes after the baby's born, they can still have the right to kill that child. In fact, I even read something horrible that a child was born uh, and was still breathing and alive and he left it in a, in a, in a pan to die uh, at, after the effect. And so, you know, it just shows that kind of hypocrisy and uh, the schizophrenic mind of a liberal that they will try someone for double murder, but at the same time say that uh, that is uh, an unborn baby is not a baby. Uh, you know, that's something, again, that Christians, you know, I remember a time back in the early 80s that Christians marched on the steps of Washington D.C. against abortion, because they because uh, you know so many Christians uh, now. Well, you know who are we to judge? Who are we to say this? This is why we have hedonistic lifestyle choices running rampant. That's why we have children who are confused because people no longer find church important. People no longer put Jesus Christ first. No people find God as important. And so we're seeing the the our the, our children being sacrificed to the God of Moloch, if you will. Uh, that uh, the uh, uh, it's just whatever feels good for you is okay. We must deny self. Even Paul said, well, I must beat myself into subjection just as one training for the Olympics, as we was talking about the other day. We must do what is right. We must go against sometimes what may even feel natural in order to serve Jesus Christ. My friends, it is time to stand true and to stand strong. And I will proudly wear this headband, and I don't care who likes it. I want to know, I want the world to know that I am a Christian, that I love Jesus Christ. Pastor or not, I love the Lord. And I don't care what kind of scrutiny I come under. And my encouragement is for you, my friends, you stand true and you stand strong. And let's start fighting against these bullies who wish to silence us, who wish to silence our faith. Let us stand united. Let us stand true and let us stand strong in the eyes of Jesus Christ. For we will be judged for such things. 
And so I don't care what you have to do. And, and, and don't just give lip service, all right? You, know, you go to church and, and you can say you're a Christian, but your words, your jokes, your language speaks otherwise. Either you are a true child of God and you want to reflect those things of Jesus Christ or you don't. You want to continually grow in the admonition of the Lord or you do not. We must continually want more of Jesus Christ. We should want it. We should want more of Jesus to be a reflection of God in all areas of our life. Let us be that reflection of Jesus. Let us continually want more of God. We want to study God's Word. We want to spend that time prayer. We want that because we want to have a close intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. And that is my encouragement for you today. Be strong, my friends. Be strong, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Let us serve the Lord thy God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, and with all of our strength. And one day we will hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Let us pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another opportunity to serve you and to spread the gospel message. Lord, let us be strong. Give us that encouragement. Let your spirit be known and felt. Let us endure and persevere and to serve you well. Lord, let us stand in the face of opposition, in the face of persecution. And Lord, let us hear one day, well done, good and faithful servant. And Lord, I just pray that if there's anyone watching today that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose in the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, please, uh, I just pray that you will be with all those who are on fall break, that you'll be with those that are traveling, keep them safe. Those who are still in school, that you'll be with our teachers, bus drivers, children, and parents. Let them get to school and back safely without any problems or complications. Lord, be with our first responders. Be with our police officers. Lord, they are, as you know, are under so much attack right now. Let them know that they are loved, they are needed, they are appreciated by so many people. And we praise God for them that they answered a call to protect us and keep us safe. Likewise, with our active military and keep them safe. Lord, be with our nation as you touch hearts and minds like never before and uh, that they will come to know you and be with our president. Give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. Let him seek you, bless, and protect him and his family. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Appreciate each of y'all watching this morning. It's a, always a blessing. And if you want to share these devotions, if you have people you know might like to uh, uh, watch these each day, they can go to at DocYoung77S on Facebook. And if they don't do Facebook, they can watch on Twitter at Dr. Matthias Young. And uh, later today at 10 a.m., I'll be talking to Mr. George West McNerland. And uh, that is the um, podcast, The Doc Young Chronicles, Relevancy in Scripture in Today's World. So uh, let's be sure uh, I'll be streaming live on YouTube uh, with that interview. And uh, then uh, I will upload the audio, uh, obviously, to uh, the iTunes Apple Podcast. You can listen to that uh, later on today. Thank you all for watching. God bless you all. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.